Welcome back to the Road of Faith, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Ken Fletcher, and uh, we are continuing on part three here of our seminar of our series entitled Know Thyself. Of course, most people don't. Most people don't have no idea what's going on inside uh, of their body there. They may know what's going on in their body, but they don't necessarily know what's going on inside. Now, what I mean by that is spiritually, spiritually speaking, of course. And uh, that's why we're uh, going inside to examine who we are and uh, to to take a look uh, from the Word of God, uh, who we are, what our consistency is, what's going on inside of us. Uh, do you really know what's going on in there? I mean, I think you know somewhat. It's not like you're completely in the dark of what's happening inside of you. But there is a, a lot of darkness in folks and don't understand themselves. They don't understand their thoughts. They don't understand their feelings. Uh, they don't, uh, I mean, they know what, they know they're feeling things and they know they're thinking things, uh, but, but they don't understand the, uh, the, uh, where they came from, the origination of them and so forth. And so that's what we're doing here on this seminar. Uh, this whole series of this whole series of these seminars is, is, is getting you to where you can see what's really happening in you and, uh, and, and show you the relationship, uh, that we have between, uh, us and God. It's just, uh, the more I know, the more I realize I don't know. That's, uh, it's how big it is. It's how, um, uh, the size is just, and it's unlimited. These things are unlimited now. I mean, uh, when you're talking about being apart and hooked up with God, uh, it's unlimited. Uh, it's as unlimited as he is. And our relationship uh, with him is, uh, is vast. The kingdom is vast. And uh, knowledge of the kingdom is vast. But we're looking more. Uh, we're looking for more than just knowledge here. We're looking for uh, the real thing. What what makes you tick? Where are you headed? What you doing? Why are you doing it? See motives and everything's all inside your heart. And there's a whole lot of things that the Lord wants to to uh, expose during this uh, during this series. And uh, so today is no exception to that. I know he wants to bring out some truth today for you. And I'm, I'm, I'm really tickled that you would, uh, would come back and visit us here on uh, part number three and be a part of this. We really hope that uh, this will be a, a tremendous help to your life because this touches everything. Now, what we're talking about in this, ser in this series, it, it touches everything that you touch. I mean, everything... Uh, from A to Z in your life, financially, physically, emotionally, because you uh, have so much to do with how things uh, turn out for you. <clears throat> A lot of people think that uh, we're just victims. Uh, we just sort of respond and react to things that come at us, you know, in a way that... Uh, uh, and so we just become reactors, 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 responders, responders to outside stimuli, thoughts, different things that would come in. 
and uh, and we and we deal with them in a completely wrong manner, <clears throat> not from the standpoint of uh, uh, of being hooked up in connection with the Holy Spirit, in connections with the Lord, and uh, and that's the way we got to look at everything. I mean, man, I mean, what a difference it makes to look at them from that standpoint instead of the standpoint that is coming in from the world, the pressures of the world, the way they want you to do things, the way they think is acceptable, the direction they, that they are saying you should go, uh, all of those different things that come from the outside where the Lord wants you to live from the inside out. That's the whole thing right there, living from the inside out. You see, you can have a whole lot of crazy things happening out here in the natural realm, and you can still have that peace on the inside because that's where the kingdom is. That's where the Lord is, and uh, that's where we are with him. That's our position. That's where we really are. I mean, <clears throat> now where I'm in, I'm in this studio here, and uh, but with, uh, within the studio is the house. I'm the house. You're the house. So you see, uh, with wherever you are, that's where you are. <laughs> and wherever you are, that's where you are. So uh, we want you to, uh, to, to uh, no matter where you are in life, no matter w where your body happens to be, you can be in a place inside uh, of comfort, of peace, of understanding, of wisdom, of guidance, and uh, to where you don't react. You're not reacting to, uh, to this, and you're not reacting uh, <clears throat> just from outside things or out other people or, or circumstances. No, you're, you're reacting from the spirit of God within. Amen. Well, we want to start out today <clears throat> and, uh, do some, some, uh, look at some things in the word today. And, uh, uh, let's look at our main verse for this seminar right now. It says it's second Corinthians five seventeen, which says, if anyone's in Christ, if anyone, is in Christ. Uh, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, now, of course, we know that these things come from God. There's no way you could recreate yourself. These things are God's uh, uh, design. This, this is the work of the Holy Spirit. And he comes in and he does this amazing work in it. So, well, you have a part to play in that, and that is the fact that you have to receive it. You have to receive Jesus, receive the life of God through Jesus. And when you do that, then you uh, invite the Holy Spirit to come in and do this work in you. Now, the Lord comes in and dwells in your heart from that point on, and he'll never leave you or he will never forsake you. Amen. I had a... a an encounter with him many years ago before we get into the word here seems i'm led to tell you about this uh many many years ago <clears throat> i'm talking uh mm, long time ago uh over over 35 years ago uh i was working in the back of a uh, uh a roadway trucking well, i don't know if i should have said that well i guess it doesn't hurt for me to say the name of the trucking company i worked for back then but it was roadway trucking company and uh i was working on the dock there you know and uh w which which meant i would uh load and unload the big 
18-wheeler truck trailers. You know, they'd bring them in, and they'd be full of freight, and I'd unload them, and and then uh, and then they'd bring another one in that maybe need to be loaded up, and you know, going this way, going that way. That was the business we were in, and uh, I was I was working there late one night. I mean, I was it must have been two or three o'clock in the morning, and on the dock there where they pulled the trucks in, I was way down, kind of down to the end of it down there. No other trucks were around. Uh, no other trailers were around to be worked in and I was working on this one and, and, uh, I remember I was way back in there <laughs> pulling freight out and, uh, uh, the Lord, man, listen, at that time of my life, I had, uh, pretty much given up on God. I, uh, I had tried to live for him and, and, uh, as a new believer, I guess I was saved maybe five years or something like that, four or five years. And, and as a new believer, I was struggling to, 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 uh, get it right. You know, I was, uh, I was struggling, uh, to, uh, uh, you know, to, 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 to have victory. And I didn't know much, you know, I didn't, I didn't know how to get victory in my life. And I felt like such a failure and. I, you know, I had tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed. And what I mean by that is that well, I would, I would try to live for the Lord and, and then, uh, within, I don't know. And then I'd mess up and do something, you know, something not right. And so I'd find myself, uh, at the altar and, uh, and, and getting re-saved. You know what I mean? Uh, because I was taught that, uh, if you messed up and got to practice sin or whatever, the Holy Spirit moved out. He just left. He wasn't going to stay in you if you was doing something like that. And that's the way I was taught. So I didn't, I didn't really know any better. I guess you could say that's the only thing I knew. Well, I was back there working, man, I'll tell you what, I was miserable in my life at that time. I mean, just miserable. I thought, I thought I was lost. I mean, at that time, I threw up my hands. Finally, I said, man, I've been, I've, I've been back and forth, and I've, I've come back to the Lord after I failed, and you uh, know, be born again, and come back, get right with God. And then that must, man, that must have happened to me. I'm guessing 40, 50 times. I mean, a lot of times that, you know, finally, I just did the, that night. Uh, I remember, uh, during that time in my life, just, you know, I was just complete. I just gave up. Basically. I just saw, I get, I don't know how these people are living this. I don't know what they're doing. I don't, I'm not sure how I, but my, I said, man, they just, I just can't, I just think I can't live this. I can't, I don't, I, I don't know what to do, uh, about this. I guess, I guess I'm just going to be lost. I guess I'm just going to be lost because I've tried. I mean, I really gave it a, a good shot, you know what I mean, after four or five years of it and and trying and failing, trying and failing, trying and failing. And at that time, thinking that the Lord had moved out, uh, that the Holy Spirit moved out would not be a part of me because of the things I was doing at that time. And I was practicing things that weren't right. Well, I didn't know. I just did resign myself. Well, I don't know how these folks in the church are living this, but I, I'm, I'm just, uh, I guess I'm just lost, you know? 
And uh, boy, was I depressed. I mean, you talk about depression. You talk about uh, anxiety or just anxiety and, and just feeling bad about myself. And just, uh, I don't know. I guess you could say just kind of gave up on living for the Lord and uh, thinking I, would, I was not accepted by the Lord. And, uh, boy, I want you to know that night, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning when I was working down the end of that dock in that, in the, in that trailer, I went in there, man, and, and I, uh, I was way back in there. And, and, and all of a sudden, the, the presence of the Lord came into that trailer. Now, what happened was I was just, I was just standing there, and he came in there, and his presence came in there real strong, and I just began to weep. I mean, the tears just started coming. I mean, just just flowing and uh, all all over uh, my face, just water pouring out. And I said, I knew his presence, of course. I mean, the sweet presence of the Lord was so strong in that side of that trailer. And I said, Lord, what are you doing here? I said, I, I was so miserable. I said, What are you doing here? I recognize your presence. I didn't think he really, I really didn't think he had wanted anything to do with me uh, because of the way I was living, you know, or the things that I was involved in. And I really didn't think he uh, cared, you know, about uh, about me in that way. I thought, I mean, I just wasn't performing that hot. And I thought, well, you know, you don't want anything to do with me. Well, that, he came in there. And as I was crying in, in, in his presence there, I said, I said, Lord, what you doing here? What are you doing here? I couldn't figure it out, man. And he told me this. He said, I told you. This is what he said to me. And I didn't hear an audible voice out here in the outside. What I heard was, man, it was just as clear. I mean, just as clear as if you was talking to me right here. I mean, it was, it was just... Uh, and he says, I told you I'd never leave you or forsake you. That's what he said to me. And I said, and I remembered in the word where he said that he'd never leave us or forsake us. Yes. And I said, you mean, that's why I said, you mean to tell me you've been with me this whole time? Well, he said, yep, I've been with you the whole time. I mean, and he caused me to be able to see and understand that he looked through the misunderstandings. He looked past the, uh, the wrong teachings, the wrong perceptions, the things that weren't right. He looked past all of that. And, uh, and he looked down into my heart. And that's the wonderful thing about the Lord is he looked past all of those wrong misunderstandings that's happened to you. All of those wrong teachings or wrong perceptions about him. Uh, and he looks past all of those things. And he told me, he says, I told you I'd never leave you or forsake you. And I became aware for the first time about the fact that he uh, loved me. To that kind of point. He loved me. And, uh, and I said, man, this is a real friend that just sticks with you. Just doesn't, you know, doesn't matter uh, what happened or wrong thinking or misunderstandings or, or whatever. And, and he never left me. He showed me that. And I said to him, 
I said, well, when, when was I saved, Lord? I mean, I was confused at, you know, at that point I'd done been saved 40, 50 times, maybe more. I don't know. Uh, and I said, Lord, uh, when, when was I saved? I said, when, when, when did you come into my life? And he told me, he said, the first time. That's what he said, the first time. And I thought back and I said, yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, see, from all of the wrong teaching and things like that, well, I had, to, I had come up with a lot of goofy thinking about him and uh and was just completely being taken advantage by uh the enemy from my lack of understanding my lack of knowing what's going on in reality and I, maybe you're looking at me today and uh you're you're there you're at that place i was at in that trailer so many years ago and you're you're looking at me here and you're thinking man that's where i'm at brother fletcher i'm i don't know where i'm at with god and uh, and let me say to you that the day that you uh, confessed Jesus as your Lord, that day when you invited him in, that was the day he came in. Now, I'm telling you, he never left you. And you say, well, man, I've done some wrong things, or I've, done, I've messed up, and I miss God. <laughs> man, have I been there. But he never left me. Now, that's a real friend, isn't it? That's a real friend right there. Won't leave you no matter what kind of things has happened to you, what kind of waters come under your bridge. Doesn't make no difference to him because he loves you and he never left you. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Stop that mess about him leaving and coming. Uh-uh. No, he doesn't. It's not a revolving door in your heart, my friend. He's come to stay and he's not going to leave you. Just because you got some goofy thinking or some goofy things going on in your mind, some wrong teaching, some wrong perceptions about God, he doesn't leave you. No. He sees through all that mess. And he looks right down to the intent of your heart. That's what he sees. That's what he knows. And he knows all the goofy thinking and stuff you got in your mind. He understands all of that, but he don't care. I said he don't care. Because he ain't going nowhere. He don't care how goofed up your thinking has been. Oh, he cares about it because of how it's affected you. But as far as his relationship and, and, and love and staying with you, he don't care about that. He's going to stay with you now. He's going to stay with you. He's going to be with you. Yeah, you made some wrong decisions. So what? So have I. And he looks on past that stuff. Thank God he does. Because he looks right down into your heart, what you, what your intentions, what who you are, what's see he he sees that now nobody else can see it. I can't see yours. You can't see my where I'm at with him, but he looks and he knows he sees all that. Now he sees what's real. He understands every thought that's wrong, every wrong perception about him, and that's part of the reason we're here. That's why we're here is to help you to get a hold of uh, how wonderful of this relationship is with him and to to uh, to 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 get a hold of uh, to get rid of all this wrong messed up thinking 
that's kept you out of the good things of God, that's kept you out of his blessings and kept you out of healing and kept you out of prosperity and kept you out of peace and joy in the Holy Spirit, kept you out of that stuff, all them troubled thoughts and things coming in. Well, he wants to help you with that. That's why we're here. And uh, so we're going to be talking a lot about these things uh, as time rolls along. But I know that the Lord wants to get into some scripture today. We want to go right starting out with our foundation of our union with God. What is our foundation? Well, <clears throat> the foundation is based upon faith in God and faith in his word, you see. And so that foundation of faith, which is the word of God, is where we're going to start. We're going to lay that foundation, and then we're going to go from there. I mean, we're, there's a lot of scriptures we're going to deal with in this seminar and the one to come. We've got another one to come that's sort of a sister seminar to this one. And uh, so, you know, if you haven't been, uh, came the way we have came through the How Long series, you might, I mean, there's, a, there's over 50 hours of video there. And... Uh, so it, it, it's a journey. Now, that is a journey. That one's different. There's several streams many times running uh, within the seminars. And uh, so it, it's different. It's a different approach uh, uh, on that one. But, but listen, it's powerful. There's, there's things in there now, the foundational things. Uh, and I go back, uh, obviously, we started that one. When I was uh, right after the March 9th experience I had with the Lord, uh, just seven days later, I started that seminar. So if, if you want to really know where we're coming from here on this seminar series, the Know Thyself series, then you should go back and you should check out the, uh, the How Long series and, and, and go through that journey, which is, uh, uh, it's, it's very powerful, and, uh, but it's a different type of series than what we're doing today. Well, let's get into the Word here today, and uh, uh, we want to talk about our foundation with our union with God. And uh, uh, I want to start out with our, our main verse for this seminar and for the seminars to come in this series. And that is 2 Corinthians 5.17 that says, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Hmm. If you're in Christ, you're a new creation. Well, it says right there. If you're in Christ, you're a new creation. Amen. You're something different than you were before you accepted Jesus. Yeah, you're an alien from outer space, my friend. If you, can, if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord, God has come in. The Holy Spirit has come in and recreated your spirit, recreated your insides. Glory to God. Amen. There's nothing, nothing between you and God now. No, there isn't because you've got Jesus and there's nothing in between you now. You are joined with him and he is with you. What a difference it makes when you know that. If any man, if any woman, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, or look, all things have become new. Amen. I'm so glad that everything's new inside of me. Amen. Couldn't get right with God for nothing on my own works. But because of what Jesus did, he made us right with God now. And uh, so anyone that accepts Jesus becomes right with God. Glory to God. That relationship, you have the righteousness of the Lord working in you. 
and uh, and you right standing with the Father. Glory to God. Amen. Now let's look at. Uh, I want to go over here to uh, Romans. Uh, by the direction of the Lord, and uh, let's go over here to chapter three, Romans chapter three in the Bible, and uh, let's go to verse twenty here, please. And it says, "Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin." Verse twenty-one says, "But now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed." Or the right standing of God apart from the law is revealed. Or you can say the Ten Commandments or whatever. Uh, but the law is the first five, what they call the law is usually considered to be the first five books of the Bible, which is called the Pentateuch. Uh, those are the books that, uh, that Moses wrote. And, uh, and those books uh, are referred to many times as the law. Praise God. And he says, but now the righteousness of God, verse 21 says, but now the righteousness of God apart from the law, I said apart from the law, mm -hmm. is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Or you could say the first, the first five books of the Pentateuch, I mean the first five books of the Bible, the Pentateuch, witnessed by the law and the prophets. So the prophets came after that. And it says, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. It means for everybody. It's for everybody. Who will believe? That's just that simple. Amen. Amen. Even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. For there is no difference. For all have sinned and fall and fall short of the glory of God. I think that's pretty obvious, isn't it? I, I, some people really don't. I think they're right with God, but they, but the, but they're not. You know, uh, basing what they're being right with God on what they do, or, or how good they perform, or or what you know what kind of things uh, that they are doing in life that are good. You know what I mean? And uh, so, but, but to God, all of those things don't mean, they mean something to man, perhaps, you know, they mean, they mean uh, uh, something to us down here about something good. Uh, give let's say you give money to an orphanage or something of that nature. Wonderful, a wonderful, good thing. Uh, but, but to God, it doesn't make you right with God because you've given to an orphanage or you gave to a, uh, a church or, 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 or any other charitable organization that helps people that don't make you right with God. There's only one way to get right with God and that's through Jesus. That's it. And, uh, and, and that is because he is righteous with God. He did everything right. He did not sin. He did not miss it. No, he didn't. And, uh, because of that, uh, who he was, the blood that was flowing in his veins was the blood of God, my friends. And he shed that blood on a, for a reason. He went to the cross and he died and he shed his blood for a reason. And that was to redeem you and I. That means to pay for us. Yes, he did. 
and it's free. It's a free payment to you. As far as we're concerned, it's free. We didn't pay for that. We didn't do that. He did that. And he was the only one qualified to do such a thing for us. Uh, praise God. He came and he shed his blood. And that is how, we, by faith, believing in what he did, you see, believing in what Jesus did, by faith in that, we enter in to his righteousness and his right standing to God. And he took all of our wrong, all of those things that uh, would that have uh, separated us from God. Now, all of those things, it's by nature we were wrong with God, you know? So we needed uh, more than just forgiveness. We needed a change. We needed a radical change. We had to be changed uh, and recreated, folks. We just, there's no way we could be right with God any other way than, than to enter into this, this way that he's provided for us to walk it, to get it through faith in what Jesus did. So we're believing in the grace of God that he poured and displayed through Jesus. That's what we're doing. Amen. Let me keep reading here. Even the righteousness of the right standing with God of God through faith in Jesus Christ. To all and on all who believe. Everybody who believes gets in on this. Glory to God. For there is no difference. For all have sinned. You realize that now. All have sinned. You, me, everybody. Mm -hmm. All have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. You know. People thinking that they uh, are right with God. Apart from the righteousness of that God has provided through Jesus, thinking they're okay with God, thinking they'd do this and do that, whatever they, whatever they could pray 50 times a day, they could do a whole lot of things. But if they did not receive this righteousness that comes through Jesus, they ain't right with God. Just the way it is. <laughs> That's the facts. That's just the way things are. Amen. For all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace. See, we are justified freely by his grace through faith in his grace, which is Jesus, you see. Uh, uh, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ. That's, that's where we're at. Whom God set forth as a propitiation by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness. See, not about our righteousness. Never has been about our righteousness and how good we can do, how, how good we can perform. Never been about that because we can't. It's proven. <laughs> You be everybody, man. We can't we can't perform good enough for to, to make things right with the Lord. Amen. But Jesus did. He made us right with God. Now notice this now about Jesus. He represented man. He was a man. He is a man. And he's also God. And so he represented God to us. And 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 represented us 
to God. Can you see that? In one man. Uh, uh, praise God. This, this perfect sacrifice, this, this, what it took was way beyond what we can comprehend, I think, at this point in this life. We, what took place through Christ in, on the cross, in the resurrection, uh, all of those things uh, that took place there, it's beyond our comprehension, the transfer uh, uh, that happened there, the transfer uh, uh, of God to man and from man to God. See that through Jesus, the bridge. He's the bridge. He's the way, the way, the way. Some people think, well, Brother Fletcher, you narrow-minded. You don't think anybody can get to God except through Jesus. You better believe that's the way I believe because that is what the Word of God says. That's what it tells us, is that it's through Jesus that we come to God. We can't come to him any other way, expect him to receive us. He ain't going to hear you. He's not going to put up with that. No, you got to come to the realization, my friend, that you, uh, you need Jesus to get to God. You need him. You need him uh, more than you realize you need him. And that's the blindness of the matrix comes in. Well, you we don't really need Jesus. We can do what we want to do. We can do, you know, we can have our way and and uh, run our lives the way we want to. And there's a freedom in that. Well, of course, there's freedom in that. Uh, in that fact that you can make your own decisions and decide your own way in life. Of course, you can. You are a spirit, my friend. And you can decide to go any way you want to go. Now, I'm serious. You don't have to live with God. Mm -mm. So, well, why wouldn't anybody want to live with God? Well, a lot of people don't live with God. They don't want nothing to do with him. I, I mean, I have pe I talk to people and and uh, they try to they try to tell me I live for God. Well, they don't even know God. You know. They try to tell you how you should act, what you should say. Uh, but they don't even know him. They don't love him. They, ain't got, they don't even look at the Bible. They don't look at nothing. They're thinking about them. That's what they're th they thinking about them. They're thinking about their loved ones or their wife or their, or their or husband. Or, they're thinking about them and what, and, and, and what they want to do with their life. It's their life, and they're going to do whatever they want to do. Mm -hmm. And you can't. That's the thing about it. He don't push himself on anybody. No. Uh, he's looking for people who would want to come to him. Uh, and, and I mean, he's opened it up to everybody, so it's not like he's holding out on anybody. <laughs> he's opened it out. It's for everybody. It's whosoever will. Whosoever will. That means you uh, can decide whether you want to know God or not. Mm-hmm. You can decide how close you uh, are with God. You can decide a whole lot of things within yourself now. A whole lot of things. And God has opened it up for you to where, I'm telling you, it's pretty much unlimited where you can go with God. Now, he told me many years ago, I've said this in the past, that, uh, that he told me that uh, I can go as deep as, as I want with him. He is not restricting me or, uh, or you. He's not restricting you to how far you can go with him. And uh, that's the beautiful thing about it is that he, 
He knows exactly uh, uh, all the things that's going on in your life. And he knows uh, the things that are happening. And he want, and you can go you can go deep with him on all of these areas in all of these areas you can find out from the Lord uh, all all of these things you can actually hook up with God people don't think it's possible people limit him because of their own thinking I mean it's kind of sad really that all of these things are available to humanity to you and me it's kind of sad when we just limit him. Uh, on what he wants to do he wants to do a whole lot of things for us now if we would just learn how to uh, how to flow with him how to listen to him how to be led by him amen well that's coming up as we go along in the seminar later on sometime amen but let's continue reading here verse 24 says being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that's in Christ Jesus whom God set forth as a propitiation by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness because of his forbearance in his I'm sorry because in his forbearance God had passed over the sins that were previously committed mm-hmm. glory to God thank you Jesus what he did through Christ. Amen. He said right here that uh, that Jesus Christ, to whom God set forth a propitiation by his blood through faith, to demonstrate his righteousness. His righteousness. Important word there. His righteousness. His righteousness. That's what matters. It doesn't matter what you think about it. About righteousness. It's about his righteousness. And his righteousness is found in Jesus. Now, if you don't have Jesus, guess what? Mm -hmm. Don't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out, does it? Without Jesus, do you have God's righteousness? Not, not according to his word. Not according to the truth of the way things are. If you don't have Jesus, you don't have his righteousness. You're not in right standing with him. No, you're not. If you think you are, you're fooling yourself. You're kidding yourself. Or perhaps the enemy's pulled the wool over your eyes. But this is the truth I'm telling you right here. This is what the Bible says. Amen. God had passed over the sins that were previously committed to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness. That he might be just. See, talking about God being just and doing what he did. That he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. It's his way. And he's just in how he did it. He's right in how he did it. And uh, it was the only way that would work for us. Period. We could not get back to him. He had to come for us. Amen. And he did. Amen. Let's move on to verse 27 here in chapter 3 of Romans. And it says, where is boasting then? Mm -hmm. Talking about his righteousness versus our righteousness and what we can do, how good we can be. Uh, see, realizing that our best, I mean even collectively as a human race, our best falls so far short of what? is required and what is necessary to be right with God and to have a relationship with him. It just falls so short. 
We can't get there. And if you think you're getting there without Jesus, my friend, if you think, now stop and think about it. If you think you're getting there and have a relationship with God without Jesus, you are fooling yourself. And the enemy has pulled the wall, the wool or the clouds over your mind somehow to uh, convince you that you're right with God. Mm-hmm. Then you better check that up now. <laughs> but check up on that. It's pretty important. Uh, you know, I'm not saying all these things. God's saying these things. He's saying these things. That in order to be right with him, this is it. So you might want to reanalyze where you're at. Now, I'm not sure where you're at, of course. I don't know who I'm talking to here. And I'm so thankful that you've joined us and in, in tuned in today. Uh, I'm kind of keeping an eye on my time here. There we go, because uh, it gets away from me if I don't keep an eye on it. <laughs> anyway, because we're doing just one stream at a time here, so I've got to kind of keep it at a certain certain you know, somewhere close to the, uh, 45 somewhere. Hey man. So, uh, yeah, man, look at this, the righteousness of God. It doesn't matter what you've done, how good things. I mean, it's wonderful that you've done good things instead of bad things, maybe. Uh, but, but, but it doesn't make you right with God. It doesn't make you right with God. It's through faith in his grace and what he has done to uh, redeem us and to make us right with him. Uh, that's that's the whole thing, you know. And it says here, uh, verse 27, where is boasting? Well, we can't boast and say, well, look how good I did everything. Look how, and I'm right with God because how good I've done. Nah, <laughs> no, you can't. You just can't, man. I mean, the reality of the situation, you are, you cannot, uh-uh. You're, what you've done is, uh, to him, it's not it's not perfect, uh, and it, and don't matter how how good you think it is, it's not gonna it's not gonna cut it. It's not gonna be enough. Jesus is enough. Jesus did it, and our faith in what He did, and putting our faith and our trust in 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 the work of God through Jesus, because God was in Christ reconciling the wor world to Himself. Amen. He was in Christ. And our faith to everyone who believes, everyone who believes, can get in on this and be right with God. Just that simple. Just believe it's just that it's almost too good to be true that we could just believe him and be right with him and have and have him come in and oh boy, it's almost too good to be true. But it is true. It is true. And it'll work for you just like anybody. Amen. Whosoever will. Hallelujah. Where is boasting there? Well, it's excluded by what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. By the law of faith. Glory to God. Not by works. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. Thank you, Jesus. Or he is the, or has it, or is he the God of the Jews only? Of course he not. Back back in the old covenant, he was, you know, the rest of the world didn't didn't have a covenant with God. But now he's opened it up to all of us. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. Amen. Hallelujah. Is he God of the Jews only? Nope, not anymore. 
He is all, is he not also the God of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also, since there is one God who will justify the circumcised or the Jews by faith and the uncircumcised or the Gentiles through faith. Same faith, both uh, Jews and Gentiles, all of us together, everybody in the world. Amen. Since there's one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith. Amen. Same God, same faith in Jesus. Amen. Do we then make void the law through faith? Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. Hallelujah. Through faith in God, we actually do it. Amen. We've got one law and that law is love. Amen, that the Lord gave us. We just walk in love and fulfill the law. That's how it works. It just fulfills all that other stuff when you're walking in love. Amen. Well, I'm going to have to get off here for today. I hope I'm so thankful you joined us. Joined us, And uh, thank you for, for staying with me. And we trust that the Word of God and, and what we said today will lift you and bless you uh, as, as we continue on this wonderful road trip called know thyself that the lord has called for and uh and i just hope you'll stay with us get in on it don't get distracted a lot of folks get distracted with a lot of different things going on in their lives but make it a priority uh to watch these and to stay in these and to study these get the word out for yourself and look at it and think about it and pray about it and 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 ask the lord to to show you and to open up to you this wonderful thing that we're talking about through this series and that is the relationship we have with god inside i mean it's so powerful it's so strong and we're going to be getting into some things that i really believe that's going to really make a difference in your life uh, to the point where you could get to hear him like i've been hearing him now i don't think you ought to exactly hear him exactly like i hear him but i believe you're going to hear him the way you're supposed to hear him amen so that's where we're heading this series so stay with me man you want to hear that clear word from the lord that clear direct yes you do oh my goodness what a difference it makes in life well until next time this is your brother ken fletcher saying stay with us on this road trip right here on the road of faith and we're going to some great places so until next time i love you